welcome back to another episode of 65 and Counting. I'm your host, Adam Fry. I'm a certified Medicare planner, and I'm here to ask the important questions that you want answered by industry professionals. This show is for everyone and anyone coming up on that important milestone of 65 years old. That means retirement, it means Medicare eligibility, or it means that you're just plain interested in the world of retirement planning. Whatever it is, on this show, you're gonna hear from the people that know it best. And welcome back. It's time for another newsletter reading. That's right, if you remember last month, this week we're gonna have uh, David Edge take a look at our July edition of the American Retirement Advisor newsletter. It's our very own certified Medicare planner, David Edge, and he's gonna bring our newsletter to life. So first, I wanna be the first to reveal a big piece of news to everyone. This is important for all our friends in the Las Vegas area. We're coming back to the libraries. Our workshops are gonna be back in the libraries in the Las Vegas area starting next month. We will of course be following all state mandated guidelines and library rules in regards to social distancing. And if by the time that this episode releases, there's been a rollback to phase one in Las Vegas, our workshops will still always be available online. There's an available schedule of these upcoming live in-person workshops, as well as our online virtual workshops at www.123easymedicare.com. That's 123easymedicare.com. Or for one of those Las Vegas in-person workshops, just give our Las Vegas office a call at 702-852-1417 to register now. So, with no more delay, here's David Edge to read our monthly newsletter. Hi, welcome to the reading of the American Retirement Advisor newsletter. This is volume 20, issue seven for July of 2020. On the front page, we have David P. Schaefer's article, Look on the Bright Side. Remember all those lists of things you wanted to do but you never had time? I seem to have a lot of those. We have a closet that's not seen light for over five years. The door has not been open, mostly because of all the stuff piled up in front of the door. I seem to recall it was filled with old Disney VHS movies, family pictures, and the kids, now grown and out of the house, video game things, big game things, video drum sets, car racing wheels, and something they used to jump on? Hmm. Since we can't seem to travel anywhere far away without major hassles and concerns for our health, that closet's going to get what it deserves, a complete renovation. Yep, that's my 4th of July vacation. What else? I cannot watch TV. I tried it, but the narratives are unbelievable. It makes me mad, scared, and plain uncomfortable. Call me old-fashioned. If there's a threat to my friends, families, clients, do not worry. I'll handle it. But wait, I can't see this threat. The virus is a terrible thing. It is quite scary. It seems to be most dangerous to those we serve, folks over age 65. Folks that seem to be able to be <clears throat> folks that seem to be better able to handle the effects of the virus are those that are lucky enough to be healthy. Folks that are not on medications to maintain blood pressure or pulmonary conditions. I'm back to my pre-virus workouts, even though MIT posted a list of places that are safer than others to visit. Do you have a list? Have you been putting off things you know you need to do, 
but we're either afraid to take care of them or they just keep getting buried. How's your medical directive? How's your will? How's your trust? These are simple things you can do by yourself online. Are you taking your vitamins? Most Medicare Advantage plans provide a catalog for free vitamins. Are you getting in your daily exercise? Most Medicare Advantage plans and many Medicare supplements offer free at-home exercise programs, since going to the gym may not make sense these days. So tomorrow's another day. Make the best of what we have. Put a smile on someone's face. Make a difference in someone's life. Take care and stay safe. Now for the other front page article. Fourth of July for Family and Fireworks by me, David Edge. Each summer we can't wait for vacation times and three wonderful annual celebrations, Memorial Day, Labor Day, and Fourth of July. Picnics, barbecues, lots of other food, fun, and fireworks. What are the traditions at your house? I have memories of growing up and celebrating spending the day at the lake, water skiing, camping out, river rafting, pitching horseshoes, and games of all types, including sack races and bobbing for apples. There was ice cold watermelon and even hand cranked homemade ice cream. Did you ever take your, take, take your turn at cranking the handle? Hmm. Communities these days have huge parades and fireworks displays for the 4th of July. Philadelphia was the first city to celebrate the new holiday with bonfires, the ringing of bells, and the lighting of illuminations. In Boston, we have the annual performance of the Boston Pops, followed by an incredible fireworks display. According to the American Pyrotechnics Association, nearly 25 million pounds of fireworks are used every year for this holiday. And who can forget Nathan's famous international hot dog eating contest held at Coney Island each year. Bristol, Rhode Island has the record for the oldest continually held 4th of July parade. Wherever you are, we're sure there's a special event for you and your family. So celebrate and enjoy our 244th anniversary with your quest for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Okay, on page two, we have an article, Home Sweet Home, by Sharon Colbert Groves. Who would believe that as our July newsletter goes to print, most of us are still at home finding safety, solace, and security in our homes. I've always loved my home, but now I genuinely appreciate and cherish it. I am still having my early morning coffee in my front yard and saying good morning to neighbors who are walking, jogging, or walking the dog. We social distance and make all the necessary precautions to keep everyone safe. Now the priority is not TP, it's hand sanitizer. But everyone exchanges that information. So the health tip this month is taking care of ourselves. It's a new type of chicken soup for the soul. Some of the ladies have started a sewing circle as we literally gather in our cul-de-sac. But this is a special sewing circle. The fabric we use are our memories of things and people gone too soon from our lives. Each person takes a turn and tells stories of loved ones, events, problems, worries, joys, victories, and accomplishments. We laugh, we cry, but we do it together with a new understanding of each person. People can relate as many stories they choose. When they're finished with sharing their stories, it now comes time to weave their memories all together with a special thread. It's very interesting that what each person chooses as their thread to weave their life memories together. Some choose their mother's love, their father's strength, the birth of their children or grandchildren, or marriage to their spouses. 
When I was asked what's the one thing I missed most about my husband, I realized it wasn't one thing. It was a myriad of wonderful memories. My thread to weave it all together was his humor. This becomes your comforter when you wrap yourselves up in any time, anywhere, and which cannot be diminished by the world's troubles. So when someone asks you what you miss the most or what you remember the most, maybe it doesn't come down to that one thing. Maybe you can start your own family sewing circle. Even if there are sad things, when we make them live again in our memories, I believe we can find a hidden gem to carry on. What a great way to pass along memories from generation to generation before they're lost or forgotten in the busyness of our lives when it returns to normal. Once again, we at American Retirement Advisors pray this finds you and your loved ones safe and healthy. Know that we, too, are saddened for any loss. Know also that we sincerely care about you. So until next time, remember this time. Okay, continuing with the newsletter, the next article is, Why Am I Me? Employment. As we all grow up and consider what we want as a career, that goal changes as we get more education and experience. I remember I wanted to be a fireman at age six or seven based on an experience of a fire at our neighbor's home. I was fascinated by the bright red truck and all the equipment, and yes, they even had a Dalmatian dog as a mascot. Another point in time, I thought I wanted to be a teacher, then a professional singer, and, and, and. Career choice for some of us was a moving target while growing up, but whatever you chose, it made you, you. As the years have gone by, I've helped thousands of folks with their Medicare research and medical plans, assisted them in figuring out how to best maximize their Social Security payments, renew, review financial retirement planning, and just about anything that has to do with retirement in general. I often get asked if I find my work boring, and the answer is an absolute and resounding no. Each time I meet with a person, it's like a box of chocolates. Thank you, Forrest. Or even like an Easter egg hunt. I never know what I'll find or where the research will take us when assisting a client with their issues. We're all so unique. As I meet folks, one of the fun things in discussing what people did for their employment. We've met sports stars, doctors, judges, TV personalities, law enforcement types, military, teachers, and engineers. Now, I'm not talking about the choo-choo kind even though I met my fair share of those as well. I'm talking about design engineers. I love my appointments with engineers because they ask dozens of questions and play the game of what if better than any other folks I meet. As a group, they are the most fact-based decision makers I know. I get a kick out of meeting with engineers because even before they tell me what they do for a living, I can guess just based on their opening remarks to the questions. Are you an engineer? I'll often ask. They'll get a funny look on their face and say, how did you know? Oh, just a lucky guess. So how many careers did you have? I know I've had several throughout some 45 years of employment. Doors open and close. But however, and how many careers or occupations you've had, it made you, you. Okay, now let's go on to page four. Uh, we have a financial tip of the month by Mark Fry. This month we're going to look at some financial perks of getting older. Discounts on nearly everything. There are discount programs through some Medicare supplement companies as well as Medicare Advantage companies. There are discounts from senior organizations like AARP and AMAC. There's also a ton of discounts without even joining anything. 
Your proof of age is all you need. I like my free donut with my coffee personally. Tax deductions. Folks age 65 and older are eligible for several extra tax deductions. You're eligible to claim a bigger standard deduction than younger taxpayers. The standard deduction is $1,300 more for each spouse who is age 65 and older or $2,600 if both members of a married couple meet the minimum age requirement. Individuals age 65 and older can increase their standard deduction by $1,650 in the year 2020. Larger retirement accounts limits. Workers age 50 and older can defer paying income tax on as much as $26,000 that they contribute to a 401k plan, $6,500 more than younger workers. The IRA contribution limit is also $1,000 higher for workers 50 and older or $7,000 in 2020. Also, no more early withdrawal penalty. Once you turn age 59 and a half, there is no more 10% penalty withdrawal money from your IRA. And if you leave your job at age 55 or later, you can begin taking penalty-free 401k withdrawals from the account associated with the job you left. You should also probably think about rolling the funds out of the 401k and into your own IRA for more flexibility, control, and safe choices for your assets. You can sign up for reduced Social Security payments as early as 62 or claim the full amount you have earned at your full retirement age of 66 and two months to 67, depending on your birth year. If you delay claiming your payments past your full retirement age up until age 70, you will earn delayed retirement credits that will further boost your monthly benefit. Usually, you will have the opportunity to have much less expensive health insurance. I can't wait for this one. So enjoy being a seasoned citizen. You've earned it. Our next article is Medicare at Work by Laura Lee Drummond. If this is a 65 milestone birthday year for you, well, happy birthday. Will you keep working or you make the jump into retirement? The growing trend for many employees has been to continue working past age 65, keep contributing to a 401k, and continue coverage under their employer group health plan. But did you know that in some cases, transitioning to Medicare while still working can actually be a better option than staying on a group-offered health plan? When meeting with our certified Medicare planners, you can compare your group plan to Medicare to see if your individual needs make Medicare a better option for you. Remember, group plans are created for a group of employees of all ages. When considering Medicare plans, coverage and costs can be selected based more on individual needs. Oh, and you don't need to be collecting Social Security to enroll in Medicare. Now, if you're a bit curious about Medicare transitioning, we have a simple online tool available at our website that you can use to do an initial analysis yourself. It's called clicktma.com. By inputting your group medical premium, max out-of-pocket and deductible, our stay-or-go analysis tool will do the math to tell you if Medicare could be a better cost option to consider. Then, our certified Medicare planner can provide a more detailed comparison of Medicare based on your specific medical and lifestyle needs. You then have all the information you need to decide if you want Medicare instead of your group plan and which would be a better option. We want you to be able to optimize all of your options while still working. So if you know of a company that would like to have a trusted team refer to, to refer to for Medicare answers rather than just a government website, let us know who to contact or pass our information along to them. We're here to help make Medicare work one, two, three, easy.
Okay, we're up to page five. The Medicare moment. Medicare scams. There are always those unscrupulous or social deviants out there who in any crisis attempt to take advantage of people. These people are the absolute scum of the earth. Wait, did, did I say that out loud? Hmm. Just so you know, Medicare will never contact you for your Medicare number or other personal information unless you've given them permission in, in advance. Medicare will never call you to sell you anything. You may get calls from people promising you things if you give them a Medicare number. Don't do it. Medicare will never visit you at home, and Medicare can't enroll you over the phone unless you call first. If someone knocks on your door or calls you on the phone stating they're from the government or Social Security or Medicare, IRS, etc., do not give them any personal information. Government agencies will, in almost every circumstance, send you a letter to address to your address. Cut that paragraph. I'm going to start over. If someone knocks on your door or calls you on the phone stating they're from the government or Social Security, Medicare, IRS, or etc., do not give them any personal information. Government agencies will, in almost every circumstance, send you a letter to your address explaining what you need to do if there's a problem. The government already has your information. The government gave you your Medicare ID number. Government agencies have no reason to call you unless you call them first. So if you get a call with someone offering you free medical equipment, discount medical something or the other, and all they need is your Medicare ID number, hang up the phone. It's either a sales call or a scammer. Some people will call and act like they're from your doctor's office and just need to get your insurance information. You already did that on your last visit to the doctor's office. Why do they need it again? Calmly reply that you will bring the information with you on your next visit. Folks, I can't explain this to you in any other way. Do not give out your personal information to strangers. Okay, our last story is on page six. Success story of the month. Now's the time. This month's story is not so much about a specific success story, but more of how to be your own financial success story and, avo and avoid retirement pitfalls. This should be filed under planning ahead of time to save yourself some money and yourself from a whole bunch of stress. We here at American Retirement Advisors preach regularly to anyone who will listen that you start planning and adjusting your investments as early as five years before you retire. Too many times we have clients who call us and want to make a retirement plan because they just retired and want to plan their financial retirement. In many cases, that train's already left the station and what they can do now versus what they could have done could have incredible consequences. We had an engineer, Connie, who called us and told us she had just retired and wanted to meet with us. She was in her last week at work and had asked the human resources staff to email her whatever paperwork she needed to complete during the retirement process. The HR staff member said they'd be happy to email the retirement packet. They sent the packet to her work email, which was disconnected her last day at work. Company policy was that any sensitive information had to be sent via the company's secure email system or the only other way was to mail hard copies in the U.S. Postal System. It took 20 days for Connie to get, her, get the packet and the directions were for several things she had to do before she left on her last day. The paperwork and getting her retirement money into other accounts turned into a nightmare due to having to use the postal mail system. 
Another client who retired wanted to transfer their retirement funds out of the company 401k and there was a 90-day waiting period. When the 401k money was still not transferred on the 90th day, the employee called their company only to find out there was an additional form she had to file. What if the market had changed drastically during that 90 days? She would have been the loser financially. Point is, you make plans and file all the paperwork and open new accounts at a minimum of several months before you retire to ensure you avoid any risk. Now's the time. So stop procrastinating and get your plan in place to save frustration and possible financial loss. There are several other items in the American Retirement Advisor newsletter, and if you're not receiving the newsletter or if you have a friend, hey, just call the office. It's 602-281-3898 and has to be put on our mail list. The American Retirement Advisor newsletter is at no cost to you, and we'd be happy to send it to you every month so you can take advantage of all the useful information we put in here. Oh, folks, also, I think on page 9, there's always a crossword puzzle or a word search just for fun. Thanks a lot, folks. We'll talk to you next time. And that's our newsletter. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. We'll take another look at our success story of the month for July. And don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to this video and to 65 and Counting. See you next Monday.